You're listening to Subcultured's Master Debaters, where a group of panelists go head-to-head debating a touchy subject. The topics are hard. Competition is stiff. Who will come out on top as the master debater? Find out now with your host, Kimmy Brett. Welcome back to another episode of Master Debaters. And this time we're balls deep in the best of 2018, part three, wait, no, three-part extravaganza. For part one, we focused on television, and Mikey beamed into the lead with his choice of Star Trek Discovery. This time around, we're zeroing in on the best video game of 2018. Each debater has chosen a different game, so let's jump straight back in and kick off part two. So Kyle, you got to determine the order for this entire three-part series. So what is your order for round two and video games? For... Video, video <sighs> games. She just oh said that. Oh my god, I literally just <laughs> said time, it. it. for movies? Is that what we're doing? Yes. Uh, no, okay, for video games. You know uh, what? You know what? You know what? We're just gonna we're just gonna fire Colby. We're gonna fire Kyle. Gonna Mike we're and just Kimmy gonna show. keep me and Mikey, and <laughs> we're gonna just, recast. Gonna yeah, talking about we're Star Trek every week. Recast. <laughs> you just you don't want to <laughs> <laughs> be like. And now for the uh, for for the best in media of the nineties, it's Mike. Yeah, just the nineties. Just the nineties. Kyle, it's not hard. It's just oh no, I know the order. I was just waiting. Who for... goes first between yeah, Mike was, and was, Colby? I, I'm gonna have. Uh, I'm most interested to hear Mike's game first, but I'm gonna have him go last. Uh, savor it, if you will. You want Mike to go last, and I'll do Colby me. Yeah, Colby me then Mike. Okay. Game of the year uh, for 2018 uh, was actually kind of a hard choice for me. Um, why well because i had two games that i really enjoyed um i had three games that i really enjoyed but breath of the wild came out last year um so that was you already talked about breath of the wild last year so i assumed that you would know i mean it's still probably the best game of all time so like i I don't know whatever uh it's fine so this year though you literally talked about it though in the best of 2017 Like, that was your video game. I mean, I'd talk about it again every year if I could, but... (laughs) Okay, fine. So... I'll stop interrupting. If I I bought a Switch, I would buy it. Yeah. If I... You could get it on Wii U. I have it on Wii U. Oh, yeah, yeah. You totally can. If I had Mm -hmm. a Wii U, I would buy it. There you go. That's that's also fair. Um, So, yeah, I was between two games, and I ended up um, picking the game that I... uh, That I, I... I played the most and I had, I think I had probably a larger emo, like emotional connection to, and that's God of War. Uh, God okay. of War for okay. PlayStation 4 is, uh, I mean, it's, it's a wonderful game. So if you don't know the sort of, uh, progression of God of War, the first three games were set in Greece. You're the ghost of Sparta. There's a whole bunch of backstory about why Kratos is so fucking cool, but, um, this game, the fourth game, I believe, uh, if we're going by like numbers, but this is basically a whole new thing. Um, now instead of killing Greek gods, he's killing Norse gods. Um, but it, the, at the start of the story, he's not even doing that. He was just living in the woods with his wife and his son. And, uh, then his wife dies and the whole game is about trying to be able to scatter her ashes on the tallest mountain ever. Like that's the whole thing. Um, very, very simple goal. Uh, and along the way, like you've got to kill undead things and like 
whole bunch of gods are, have a hair up their ass about the fact that you're there and you know you've got to you basically got to do a whole bunch of shit in order to like get toward your goal the whole thing again is just like scatter your wife's ashes uh and it's this father-son dynamic in which kratos like has been a warrior his whole life he was raised to be super emotionless like he in uh in greece his dad is zeus he fucking killed zeus so like he clearly doesn't have a very good or healthy father-son relationship in his life to model this one after so he's super stumbling through it and his son just like wants him to be proud and wants to like stop annoying him and to like be able to help him out and kratos is not super good at being a dad or explaining how to do things he's trying his best though and those are some of my best moments over the game is where you're like in like you're in a boat and you're just like going through the water and your son asks you something and you tell him a story or um you know your son like points something out and you're like like kratos just for a minute shows some humanity and then uh your son points it out a little bit and he's like shut up we need to get back to our journey you need to focus boy boy it's a boy (laughs) it's so great uh god of war i think uh as a series was really kind of going downhill uh it's it's the one that like started off uh or popularized quick time events um and it did so to great effect it was a it was a beautiful game it was super fun the first one was uh the second one was more of the same just like more action more fun um, but like it was a little kind of hollow and soulless a little bit. And then the third one definitely like drove the last nail in the coffin of God of War for me, where I was like, okay, this is fine. But again, I'm just like, there's nothing here that I really care about. Whereas here, I sincerely care about Kratos and his son and their relationship a lot. And like, there's no dialogue options for me to affect their anything. Which uh, is equal parts frustrating, but also really rewarding because uh, instead of instead of being able to control what Kratos says, I can control like where he goes, side quests that he goes on, or like you know maybe instead of instead of like wasting my fucking time going and killing Valkyries, then I should just like get on with the story because like my son's all pissed off at me right now and. I really want to see, like, how is this going to resolve itself? And I know that it's not going to resolve itself if I just go around fucking killing Valkyries or whatever. Like, it's it's a great game because the action is great. The, like, everything about it is really good. They they nailed the ability to, like, throw this fucking axe and have it return to you and have it feel, like, really solid, really, really good. Um, puzzle solving is great. Uh, getting multiple weapons is awesome. Uh, being able to use uh your like spartan rage to do stuff is awesome and having uh upgrades for your son so that he can help you out in combat is great like everything about this game was so 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 well thought out the maps are great uh the visuals are great the ex like the the extra bosses are hard they're hard as shit uh so like if you're if you're just trying to like complete the game you can do it really easily if you're trying to 100 percent the game uh like you have to like you have to dark souls it you've really got to like memorize button inputs and like be like okay this is what this attack looks like okay this is what i should roll um and as a result for a lot of people that produces like a really good feeling about like yeah i accomplished this thing wow that was really hard harder than like other parts of the game um so yeah that's i don't know god of war is probably it is is a really really solid game um and yeah it's definitely one that i like not only because it's a god of war and like i really like action games in which you can just fucking spam one of the buttons or two of the buttons and combo everyone um 
but also because like the actual story that's being told is uh really compelling because it's so simple Kobe, I want nothing more to talk positive about this game because I love this game too. Uh, so <laughs> I just want to preface this like I did last year for Legend of Zelda, like when you chose it last year, that I'm about to say things that I, I don't even mean. All right, let's <laughs> so, go. Here we go. <laughs> I don't even mean them. So uh, just keep that in mind uh, because I, I do really cherish this game. Uh, you are basically fighting the same boss over and over and over and over again in this game. It's just the same troll, kind of a different color palette. That's about it. And I'm, I'm definitely not talking about like the Valkyrie Queens and the Valkyries like that, which do count as bosses and the dragon and some other bosses that you fight. But the main mini thing that you fight over and over in that game is that same stupid troll. Uh, you ever get tired of that? Couldn't they have changed that shit up? Uh, yeah, uh, I, so I'm, I'm kind of with you, uh, so bosses like that, number one, like, starts off as, like, a boss, like, that is a, uh, the color palettes and everything, they switch, and, like, stats go up and stats go down, um, some things are a little bit different, but yeah, like, fighting trolls is kind of a thing that you have to do, but at some point, it's no longer a boss, it's just, like, a hard enemy, um, which is something that I actually sincerely appreciate about it because not a lot of games like to like do that anymore in which like you encounter a really hard enemy sub bosses like in Zelda. And stuff, yeah, exactly. Know? So like, instead of, instead of like, uh, like in, um, oh shit, uh, Ganon's tower. So like in Ganon's tower and Legend of Zelda link to the past, like you fight Moldorm in order to get a, uh, in order to get like a pendant. Whenever you go to Ganon's tower, you get to fight him again. Like, He's he's just there again. So it's almost like doing a boss rush from Mega Man, but kind of it shows you how well you're progressing as far as your strength goes. Like the game is like, all right, you're strong enough now that you remember the guy that like took you a long ass time to beat at the beginning of the game. You should be able to do that now on this random island that you landed on. Like you shouldn't have any problem killing this guy. It'll be hard, but like. We know you can do it here. Here's a fucking troll. So, like, I, I like the fact that some of the bosses show up, like, kind of um uh, less frequent to begin with. Like, oh, wow, this is a big guy. Oh, no, there's another one. And then toward the end of the game, you're like, oh, yeah, I, I fought that, like, that troll 10 minutes ago. Oh, well, there's, like, another troll up here. Probably because they're like, hey, we're going to put another boss down here. Like, f- fucking fight this. How about that? Like, that's that that makes you appreciate kind of how far you've come in the game even if it's just not weapon upgrades or or anything like you've learned how to use atreus better you've learned how to like uh when to do summons and how to do combos and like how to stun things and you know what effects do what it's uh it's great uh because even though the enemy may be like the same and his moves may be super similar um it's different because you gain new moves throughout the game so like the fight can be as different or as similar as you want it to be if you're stuck to just like i'm gonna throw this with like hold this do r1 then like yeah okay it's gonna be the same fight over and over again it's gonna go a little faster because you're stronger now but like whatever um but you get access to so many more weapons and so many more moves that like uh if if it's the same fight over and over again that's kind of your fault and uh, to be fair, I think all those trolls are named after real, actual trolls in Norse mythology. There's not one repeated name or whatever, so they're actual, real, like mythological, oh, you know, names yeah. and stuff like that. So that's that's also nice cool. little details. Yeah, little details that kind of shaping that up. Um, yeah, I'm just helping you. What am I doing, uh, Mike? Don't you have anything? <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> don't lure me in with your stupid game choices. <laughs> this one's this one's gonna be a little hard for me too to uh, to, to try to fight because uh, I didn't play it. Obviously, because it, it, it's a console, and I'm not really a console guy. But um, 
what I remember most from what people were talking about and everything that was going on at the time was the video of the dad jokes, where they took the voice oh, actor yeah. and they made him do dad jokes. Because it was a guy from, um, what's that show? Uh, Stargate, right? Yeah, Stargate, yep. Uh, and they, they had him do the dad jokes in response to, uh, you know, just make a make a video of that and uh, that was that even that was hysterical even that was was great i i think that uh yeah i'm not gonna, <laughs> not gonna help myself here um that uh where the old god of war series was basically very linear was very yeah it, it basically took quick time and made quick time popular um because basically all the fights ended up being quick time very epic in scope but not as epic for the actual player itself uh, very limited interaction that the, that the player was capable of, uh, or that the player was actually given agency to do. But uh, this seems to have kind of... I mean, I did see a lot of people that actually had some issues with this game because it wasn't just violence. And But that, but that's a good thing. That's a good thing, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Are you helping or hurting him right now? <laughs> God damn it, Mike. I tagged you in, man. Not to help. Not to help. <laughs> Um, not my, not my game. I didn't actually enjoy the original God of War games because I thought they were actually very linear. I kind of have to agree with you. And just the limited interaction didn't really, didn't really do anything for me. And, uh, if anything, uh, I would say that, yeah, it kind of, it kind of stuck. It kind of, well, it kind of seemed to stuck. I didn't actually play it. It kind of seemed to stuck with, uh, it's still limited interaction as far as what the uh, the player is capable of, but it did tell a good story, and you really got to give it that. Yeah, and it, I I think uh, there definitely there's not like any interactions with like other characters that you can like really control that much. However, uh, uh, the nice thing is that uh, yeah, you are right. In the beginning, uh, in like in the first two God of Wars, I mean, it's super super linear. Um, this game is actually the opposite, so. Once you get done with like the beginning section, there's like, un like similar to like Red Dead Redemption Two, it sort of opens up into like, hey, you're in a hub now. You can go explore whatever you want to do. If you want to do the story, you can do the story. If you want to do whatever else, you can do you can do that. But like, they give you the choice at that point, which is which is nice. It, it does kind of have the the problem that I think that uh, kind of the same thing, the same issue that Assassin's Creed has, and it's not so much a problem, but it is kind of. I don't know, it is what it is, uh, where basically the entire game is kind of about fighting history, where mm-hmm. it basically is like, it's like, take a look at this historical figure over here as you murder it. Now take a look at this god figure over here that the Greeks revered as you murder it, or, you know, uh, take a look at the this Norse god of, well, I'm not even sure what god you fight, but, you know, but take a look at this Norse god as you murder it, like, uh... <laughs> it's it's kind of this whole genre of game where it's like take a look at history as, as you, you destroy it. it. <laughs> oh man, uh, let me let me say something uh, that I don't mean at all. Uh, um, <laughs> just for the sake of argument, Colby. Hey, um, talk to me, Kyle. <laughs> would you say that Kratos in God of War, as he is now, feels neutered because of the amount of gods he didn't kill in this game? Because you really don't kill that many, to be honest. Not as many whenever you compare yeah, you kill, to I think, like two. The other games. And I'm talking about a numbers numbers to comparison, you know. Um. Um. Yeah. I mean, like, do you? Do you does, isn't it neutered? You know, does, isn't it less like cool now? I mean, it depends on how you're what what you view cool as. Like, if you uh, the whole the whole thing about Kratos is that in the first three God of Wars, he succumbed to um what I would deem as like the Dragon Ball Z power creep. Uh, in the first game, I think you kill the God of War, right? I think that's the only God you kill. Um, 
by the end of the second game, you're like murdering gods left and right. And then in the third game, you're like murdering Titans, murdering Zeus. You're like fucking killing everyone on Mount Olympus. Like it's crazy. Um, and like, where do you go from there? Um, which is why I think the series like kind of was at a point where I was like, I'm super not interested in this because like, to watch something like, uh, I don't know, like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and, like, see somebody get, like, really strong and, like, take on, like, really strong opponents is really cool. Um, but... But it gets stale. It, yeah, it gets it gets really stale, which I think they found out um, after that third God of War game where they're like, all right. So now, now that they ended the world, <laughs> what are it's we like, going to oh do now? God, yeah. <laughs> it's like, here's Euphoria's um, fighting yet another yeah, god. Euphoria's right. fighting yet another god. It's like, okay, where's the conflict? Where is the where where is the the part where we actually go, oh, he might be in trouble now. No, if he's murdering gods, he's not in trouble. The gods are in trouble. <laughs> Yeah, which is, which is, you know, which is great. Like, it, it, the, the tension of this game. Uh, so number one, in my opinion, there's a lot more tension in this game than there has been, like, in most previous God of War games. And, uh, a lot of that comes from the fact that, um, that the, uh, that the relationship between Kratos and Atreus is, um, strained and, like, is building over the course of the game. And you want it to, like, be better than it is. Um, so not only like is there is there that but there's like while you're Kratos like you have this uh that you have this new weapon that like Kratos as far as you know in the game he's like this is your mother's axe so like this is not his weapon um and like you know he's he's uh he's less powerful I mean like there's just no two ways about it which makes it yeah it makes it he's a lot a scarier world, to to go up against yeah yeah. <clears throat> yeah so I mean like he's he's a guy here like he's a god he's a greek god doesn't mean but much. yeah here mean he's like a, a different realm yeah he's got super strength like he can heal himself you know like he's he's like a resilient tough man like he's a but like you know <laughs> there's a there's a lot of that going around so like you know it's a yeah i don't know i feel i feel like i feel like it's not necessarily that he's like that he's neutered as far as power goes so much. Um, it's just that like his, the battles that he has to win are much more interesting because they're uh, a lot closer to him um, in, in some aspects and in other aspects, they're like, com- like you, cause you and Kratos both also don't know what the fuck is happening as far as like, who is this guy that sh- keeps showing up? Who is Balder? Like, who's this tattooed guy that doesn't seem to feel pain? I don't understand what's happening here. Like, Especially if you've never like read Norse mythology, um, it's like you know this is like a whole new world that you like have no idea without. And it's I don't know that's that's actually really cool. It's a lot more interesting than at the very least like the second and third God of War games. Like the first one, Kratos was like, "I'm a guy, you know, covered in the ashes of my dead family." Like that's fucking cool. I'm gonna go kill the God of War because I'm trying to get revenge. Wow, that's dope. That sounds really hard to do. Oh wow, you went to hell and you came back. Wow, what a fucking cool thing that you did. That's crazy. But then after that, it's like, oh, we took away his powers. Oh, we got him back. He's gonna go kill this god. Oh, oh shucks. There's a cyclical nature to that to the to the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like if I throw any more softball questions at you, you're just gonna turn them into. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why I'm staying silent. Yeah, now. Yeah, you're gonna throw him up. He's yeah, gonna lob yeah, him out yeah, of the yeah, park. Yeah. Can I point out though that uh, Colby's choice this year for best game of 2018 was also the game of the year for 2018, 
And his choice for best game for 2017 was Breath of the Wild, which was... Also game of the year? The game of the year mm. at 2017 Game I've got Awards. My, I've got my finger on the pulse of the public. <laughs> we share one heart. Or at least the pulse of uh, Is this cheating or... No, I'm confused. I don't necessarily think it's cheating if you play them. <laughs> let me, let uh, me, well, let me confirm. Caddy, I... what do you think? Is this cheating? <laughs> yeah, Caddy says no. Caddy says, Caddy no, says no. Okay, well, Caddy does rule all, so that's fine. Yes. I just wanted to point that out. As it, just because the game was, was basically nominated, or was basically given an award at a award Yeah, the Walking show, Dead Telltale game won Game of the Year from that same award show, so I don't know how much stake we could put. <laughs> did it really? <laughs> it absolutely did, yeah. In a year where many other games should have won it, so... <laughs> For real? I'm not kidding you. So yeah, absolutely. Let's. Uh, what year was that? I can tell you the year that Walking Dead came out. Uh, it was our Lord's year of 2014. 2014. It was 2012. 2012. I mean, Overwatch was given to it in 2016. I know. Yeah, so and it's still winning know. awards. It's like best trending game. It's like a game is old and stop it. <laughs> I still like Overwatch. It's old and great. I mean, Overwatch is the best, and please don't take points away from <laughs> <laughs> I really like that character with the guns. Wait, which character, Kyle? The one that's like a sa- the gun that's like a samurai is really cool. The samurai guy? <laughs> I, robot. The samurai ninja? robot the samurai ninja. ninja? It's a, it's a hey, samurai. Hey, Final, hey, answer. Final answer. Final answer. Kyle? <laughs> Kyle, which, which one? Yeah, which one? There's two which of one? them. Which ninja? There's two. There's two there's two kind of samurai kind of ninjas. Okay, then I like the big Robots. monster They're thing. Brothers. Robots. Is that right? Okay, cool. <laughs> All, right. All right, good. Final answer. Okay, well, uh so let's move on. Kyle, you said you wanted sure. to go next. Is your best video game of 2018 one that you actually beat this year? It is. Wow. Oh yeah, last year I didn't. Yeah, no, you didn't. Still have it. Yeah, I know. Look at that. It's a great game though. Is it? <laughs> Game of the year, 2018, yeah. That's you it. barely made it past tutorial. <laughs> God, oh my God, I'm 100 hours into that game. It's like, I, I get it. Sir, what have I you been it. doing? I'm like in the, la- like the second to last castle uh, uh, in November. Which one is that? Uh, the casino. I guess there's two castles after that, but so after I've wrapped this Okay, so up. you did play a little further then. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I played quite a bit since we've talked last A year. little what? 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 What game? What game are we talking Persona about? Persona Five. Oh, it was Persona last year, but we're not talking about Persona this year. This year, oh okay, we're talking about uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. Knew that. Called yeah. that. Yeah. R D R Two. Saw that. R Two. Coming a mile away. It's the video game. So, do you just have like a? Yep. Yeah, I was gonna say, do you just have a theme this year? Westworld. I guess so. Yeah, and I won't use the word smarter cerebral, even though that's in my fake notes in my head. So I'm just gonna omit those. This is not a smart game. It's just RDR2 it's is just for it's regular it's so, old so, so everybody. Smart of a game. Um, I will say that this is a uh, an elegant game. Uh, it, it wants you to play on uh, its terms. Uh, games oftentimes don't do that, and I think that restriction turns uh, people off. I think with the people who uh, stick it through and uh, you know kind of play the game on its terms and it's uh, on its terms and its pace, you get one of the most 
character enriching <laughs> stories uh, that I've ever experienced in a game. It's a game that makes you work for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that, you know, because I wouldn't want to start a whole other conversation on that or anything, but it, it it's a game that makes you play it, you know? Again, on its terms, though, uh, I think Colby brought up a really good point about how God of War stretches its, like, freedoms and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. There, are, While there are a lot of freedoms in uh, Red Dead Redemption, you, you, you are, again, like, playing it within, like, its rule limits and stuff like that. So there's not a lot of going out and like uh um you know like playing against the mechanics or anything um and i think that uh you know if you really uh are into like story driven experiences and characters that are just unforgettable i mean these characters by the end of it i was like oh man how many people are gonna have to keep up with there's a lot of names going on here by the end of it as people are dying or leaving or whatever uh there's some emotional resonance that's going on there um there's a really good soundtrack. There's not a lot of like actual vocals going on in the soundtrack. There is one song that kind of comes in like midway through the game at a really pivotal moment. I think it's called Unshaken and it's got a, they played at the game awards or it was part of the medley that they were playing. Uh, it comes on and like, I don't know. It's just this really impactful moment. And that, that's what this game is. It's just a series of fucking awesome moments. Um, and you make your own moments. You, you could, you could set out a, a destination way off in the distance, you know. I'm going to go up north or whatever. Well, while you're going to that marker that you've placed, the marker that you have in mind, you're going to run into just a cornucopia of things that just you didn't you didn't plan on, you know? A woman's being attacked by wolves. Are you going to save her? Maybe you save her and she gets on your horse and then she stabs you because she's trying to rob you, you know? like And it all unfolds in this really dynamic way. And sometimes the scripted moments feel so genuine and so random that they don't feel scripted. And in other moments, you see the same kind of uh, moment kind of opening up, like the wolf thing. And maybe the lady gets on uh, your horse this time and doesn't stab you and wants to take you on a side mission or stuff like that. And it's just like the game's always keeping you on your toes and just evolving. And and it, it just does it in this really organic and natural way. I don't, I don't think I've ever existed inside of a game world that ever felt so real and realized. And I mean, like, it's not one of these things where this is a conversation for this is like, this is game of the year. I mean, we should be talking about this game like it's probably game of the generation. Maybe one of the greatest games of all time. Uh, it's absolutely outstanding. Um, you know, um, it's not smart though. It's absolutely not smart. It's a bold statement. Uh, <laughs> or cerebral. Um, or cerebral. Uh, and there is a baking mini game if that's getting points or whatever. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> does does the food do little dances uh, <laughs> while you cook it? Uh, but yeah, I mean, you can do anything in this game. Like, r- really, I mean, like I, I was kind of preaching like the the lack of freedoms that you have like within the mechanics, but within the exploration aspect of everything and the things that you can interact with. That's all you. That's you decide. If you want to go to town and spend three hours watching the theater, you know, people coming on and acting out stuff live and then a movie rolling and after that another act comes on, you can do that, you know, and it's not going to feel repeated. Well, maybe if you go in there every single day, every single, you know, for every three hours, you might start seeing some repeats or whatever. Game's not infinite. Uh, but there are a lot of things that just distract you, things that don't even require you to hold your controller, you know, if that's what you want to do for those moments. Um, and then, uh, you know, the shootout mechanics are really good. You still have dead eye, slowing down everybody, painting targets, shooting people where you want to, shooting guns out of people's hands. That slow motion mechanic that was really refined in, like, the Max Payne series and brought to us by, you know, the Matrix and stuff like that, you know? Like, it, it, it just, it, it just captures kind of those moments where you're just like, oh, slowing down time is so cool, and why did games not do this all the time like we did during the PS2 era, which literally every game had that mechanic. So, something about that feels fresh as it's kind of coming back and stuff, um... I, I just, uh, there's a lot of things to like about this game, and regardless of, like, how you're playing this game or what you're looking for in it, I think it's almost got something for everybody. 
Uh, if you don't care about the story and you don't care about the characters, but you really like playing Cabela's Hunting Simulator, <laughs> this has got the best hunting in any game ever. Go out there. You have to track stuff. You have to find clues. You have to uh, survey them. And by survey them, you get extra, you know, information on them. And you can kill them, skin them, and sell them to a butcher, you know, or make new packs out of them and stuff like that. It's just... Or you can never do that at all. You can never hunt ever if you don't want to. It's not required for the game. Um, it's very, very cool, you know. And, uh, 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 yeah, there's a lot of, like, uh, blowback about how just, like, pacing and how slow characters move and stuff like that. But this is a game that just wants you to just live in the moment, you know. You're not running around like a crazy person everywhere in real life. You know, you're walking around and experiencing things and stuff like that, you know. And I think that, you know... Uh, you know, the lack of, like, fast travel and stuff like that aside, which was another big complaint, like, that's a deliberate, you know, decision that the that the uh, developer made, so you'd experience everything they have to offer in that world, because if you fast travel town to town, you're not getting those sub-moments, you know, that are just dynamic and just for you, for your play style, and going back to that water cooler talk, going to work and, like, talking about this game, like, you guys, like, like the Ku Klux Klan was, like, setting up a giant cross... And they lit it on fire, and then the cross fell over, killing three people, and then caught the entire area on fire and killed everybody. You know, and that's and that's just one little thing that can happen with like stumbling upon the Ku Klux Klan, and that's not a moment that you could. That's a moment you could never see if you don't explore, or you know, go off the beaten path and stuff like that. Uh, you know, I put over a hundred hours in this game, and I probably only saw like sixty percent of it. You know, like who knows the other things that are out there? You know, there's Easter eggs that go after aliens. There's Easter eggs to see a ghost train. You know, uh, there's even hunts for Sasquatch again in this game and stuff like that. There's just a lot of really cool things that you can, again, never touch on, or you can hunt those things like it's your goal. So, I don't know. It's just one of the most uh, dynamic experiences uh, of the year, and I especially uh, think the generation as well. I think it's really easy to punch up on Rockstar. It's really easy to be like, yeah, I've been doing the same thing for years, and oh, we just go to letter icons on the map, and everything's open world, and everything progresses the same. But, like, they just do open world right. They just give you a real sense of space to actually exist in for a little while, and that's what we're here for is escapism. So I think that game delivers on that. It's a game that makes you work for it. So uh, I think you are incorrect in at least calling this the game of a generation, because I believe that the game of the generation really... Needs to take place in that generation? <laughs> well, no, no, it... Well, yeah, <laughs> but but I think it goes to Skyrim. To, to actually a different generation. This is a new. This is a new different generation. Skyrim is last gen. By generation, do we mean no? PS3, we... Xbox. This is PS4, Xbox One. Oh, yeah, of consoles. No, that's how the oh, console uh, generation. Oh, okay. Not not yeah. human generations. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought you mean human generation. <laughs> See, because I was with what you this on game basically one. is this ain't your granddad's red dead. <laughs> no, I'm talking in gamer terms. We're all gamers here, right? Uh, <laughs> kind of. Ish. Uh, sure. Yeah. Um. So. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm, I'm going to go with, but I'm still going to say Skyrim, because basically what you are explaining... But Skyrim didn't come out this generation, though. When did Skyrim come out? But, but what you are explaining is essentially Skyrim of the Wild West with horses and guns, which is not a bad thing, though. I didn't want that to come across as negative, actually, because Skyrim is considered one of the greatest games it of It is. Again, time. not this generation, but yes. <laughs> but... <laughs> In my generation. <laughs> Wait, it was initial release date for Skyrim was 2011? Yep. Yep. Really? Yep. Old as shit. And, I was uh, going to say, actually, I thought that it was way earlier. Oh, really? No, yeah. Yeah. That's right. No, it's Same it's 2011. Souls, it's been remade so. about five or six times over. Yeah. Released on every goddamn thing that, that runs script. It's been <laughs> released on toasters. I, th I think it's even been released on, uh, on like, 
Amazon Alexa and yeah. It is. Yeah, you could play like a text version of it or something like that. Yeah. What? Yep. Yeah. Um and that that's why I say that this why? game is it might not be the the okay, the Xbox PlayStation generation, but as far as the human generation, it is right now one of the games of our generation. Yeah, not not the point I was making, but good. That's a that's a point, sure. Yeah. No, it because but that's that's the thing is is this game is comparative to that greatness. This game is comparative to that uh that pedigree. Yeah. And it, it also just came out three months ago, so we have no idea what, how people are going to be talking about this game in seven years. You know, like we can't we can't pretend like we know the future and how this game is going to pan out after the next seven years. Uh, we can like look at like company uh you know uh record you know company past like uh how they treated their past properties and Rockstar is not a big re-releaser. I don't think we're going to see this game on toasters in seven years or something like that. But I think we're going to be talking about this game forever. I think that this is going to be a game that, like, like when you see a really good movie and you're, people are going to be studying this movie in movie in film school for the rest of time or whatever, this is one of those games. Right, and, and the only reason why we wouldn't be hearing about it is because it so closely resembles that, that same functionality and that same kind of world and that same formula that Skyrim used. Mm-hmm. I would say the formula is more Grand Theft Auto, uh, and Grand Theft Auto has been the same formula since 3, and 3 came out well before Skyrim, so I, I just see a lot of flaws in this that's, argument. That's true. That's Plenty true. of flaws in this argument for me. What about the people that aren't necessarily fans of, like, Wild Wild West? That, and, 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 it's, and that, that, that exists, you know, and I, I, I live with one who just, like, hates Rockstar Games, hates the whole, you know, if you hate the flavor of something, I can't help you, you know what I mean? Like, that's, it just is what it is. I, I don't like puzzle games, you know? I don't... You know, some people don't like Telltale games. They're never going to play those. You know, you just, there's some flavors that some people just don't like. Well, not anymore. Pour one out. (laughs) Uh, So, um, you know, it's just, you can't help someone who doesn't like the flavor of something, you know? So if you don't like GTA, probably not going to like Red Dead because it's just GTA with yeehaw. That's all it is. (laughs) But I would say it's not the other, but I would say that it's actually not like GTA. I would say that it's actually more like Skyrim than it is GTA because it has all the quests and it has all the. So does GTA. But GTA is more guns and cars and... It is all, it's all the small moments, too. The driving and then someone running into you and then... Smaller moments, but not missions. Not like... No, you're absolutely not, not wrong. Of the same, not of the same caliber. GTA V uh, creates new uh, side quests as, like, you interact with, like, things on uh, the map that aren't icons and stuff like that. Like, that idea was birthed in GTA V and refined in this game, in Red Dead Redemption 2, into a way that... And that's why I would say it was birthed in Skyrim, because Skyrim came a lot longer before GTA V. Sure, yeah, but again, you know, it comes from a series that... That predate Skyrim, so I just, I'm, you know, I just see too many flaws in this. But overall, that's not a bad not thing. It's not yeah, a bad. I'm, not, I'm trying to help you. I'm not saying that. Being, <laughs> you're not helping nothing. Uh, I'm <laughs> trying to help I, you. I, I, I say that the, the, uh, if you're trying to compare like, this game to, to a you. great game, yes, you're absolutely right. I mean, yeah, they're both yeah. great games. You know, they're both open worlds. Uh, you know, I think they're two different flavors of, of open worlds. Um, they're two different flavors, and that's really, the, they're two different skins. Yeah, that, that's you will, fair. One is fantasy and dragons, and, and this is... And, you know, and I mean that in more and more mechanical depth as well, you know, and, and not just like the paint of, of Yeehaw and dragons, you know, on top of it. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I mean, there's a mechanical difference as well in, in terms of, uh, of what's going on there. But um, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's things in Red Dead that... I just turn a lot of people off, you know, like I, no one wants to eat or drink or smoke a cigarette to replenish stuff or whatever. And uh, you don't need to do any of that. You, that stuff just like buffs you and everything like that. So again, like uh, you don't have to commit to the levels that this game need, wants, expects you to commit. You know, you can play the game kind of 
you know, as limited as you want to be, you know, and you're not going to be, I don't know, useless without like eating and stuff like that. You're just not going to have buffs, you know, uh, and maybe your your meters and stuff are a little red on the side, you know, like, but it's not going to change too much, you know, if, if you don't want to go through those like meta experiences. Uh, you know, eating in games isn't fun or whatever. For me, I thought it was fucking riveting. You know, you find a can of beans, man, and you're <laughs> low on health or whatever, and you chug that thing. There's that awesome animation where he pops that can cop the top and just shoves it down his throat like it's a uh, fucking like Popeye eating spinach. It's it's fucking cool. That's another cool thing about this game is just the animations and like the the attention to detail when. Uh, I'm sorry to bring this low hanging fruit up, but like the the horse balls shrinking when they're in like the the winter and stuff like that. Hell Who yeah. That shit. Why would you need to put that in the game? You know, Rockstar only does stuff like that. The way that like they animate, like, uh, like reloading and stuff like that. Sometimes like they mess up on the reloading and they have to reload the same bullet again. It's the little tiny things that nobody would ever notice unless like someone pointed out to you, you're just looking at the right place at the right time. And this game is just enriched with experiences like that. And, uh, so it makes it so special, you know? And I, I just think that like, uh, you know, right now, you know, like, uh, it had its moment, you know, like, people were talking about it or whatever, but I think, like, this is going to come back in cycles, where it's just like, holy shit, like, that experience was something else, and as Red Dead Online gets more refined, and we get more updates on that, and there's a whole story element to that, that you can co-op with people, and you can gang up with people, and start your own gang, and have your own, like, ca- camp and stuff like that, you continue your fun online, which I'm not a big competitive guy, but the whole aspect of, like, doing co-op missions and doing stuff with your buddies and stuff like that, I could get online to do a little more, sorry to say this again, yeehaw action, all right? Like, uh, I could tilt my hat and shoot me a six shooter. I'm, I'm in on that type of stuff, so. Colby? Yeah, so, okay. Uh-oh. Um, no, I, so, the thing is, and this is, this is, I, I don't know what Mike's game is going to be. I can't possibly conceive of a game that Mike has played this year. That's why I wanted, I wanted him to go last because I was I wanted to really savor it. So yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm very excited about uh, that. So you have no idea how excited I am. Say, so, well, you're ruining your own game for you. <laughs> <laughs> Just let you keep talking. <laughs> the problem about this though is that like uh, a lot of really great games came out this year, and Red Dead is one of those. Um, however, one thing that I will point out, um, I played Red Dead for about three hours. And then I stopped. That's the wall for a lot of people, if I may just say. It really is. Uh, I I yeah. believe you're right. Um, and I would say that that is uh, what does... Uh, I love Kingdom Hearts more than I love most humans. So That's fair. That's a fair and accurate statement. The, the game is about being friendly and <laughs> nice to people. And, yeah, which is it's totally... way cooler than humans. And yeah. Everyone. Right, which is, <laughs> which is odd. It's about friendship yeah, and love for Very everyone, different. Yeah. It's good to play something that's not yourself. And it's very different from... Uh, it's very different it from Red Dead. Like, it's not... Like, the, the, the games are too different. And uh, But what, what is very similar about them is that... They both have three hour long tutorial sections and they do. Yeah. They must, they must have gotten that from not Zelda Breath of the Wild. It does not start like that, but other Zelda games. Yeah. That, that, that insane, like first, not that I agree that Red Dead has this and I'll rebuttal in a second, but yeah, that, that format of like, here's a four hour chunk of you just doing what we tell you to do. Have fun. <laughs> you know? Like, okay. I thought this is an open world game, you know? <laughs> the thing is like uh, that part of the, uh, of the game is a, is, is kind of open world D ish. It's, yeah, it's it's open world adjacent. You're in a large area that has no seeable fences. You know what I mean? Like you can yeah. you can walk to what you see. You know, effort, and then you get the you you know you get the leash off you a little bit. And so the the kind of problem that I had with it is that like I did I did that first chapter. I did all of chapter one. I did it. And was like wow, 
boy, am I tired and not actually interested in playing this game anymore right now. Uh, maybe I will be tomorrow. And then tomorrow came and I was like, you know what? I'm actually interested in doing fucking anything else right now. So, yeah. and that happened forever. I'm still occasionally I'll be like, I should pick up Red Dead again. And then I'm like, or, or I could do some more work and not get paid for it. Um, not talking about watching Westworld, actually doing work. But yeah, I, I just, that is, I think probably, at least for me, the major detractor about this game is that that first three hour section is, is. You're like on the edge of the ravine, like right where, like, oh, I hate saying this. It's like, it's the same thing of going like, if you really, if you get four episodes in this one hour show, one hour episode show, you're going to really yep. get to it. It's like, bitch, I don't have four hours to. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's the same to, thing. So I understand when I say this, it's kind of like that or whatever, but. The reason that the beginning is like that is it, it's slow deliberately because there are so many people that you have to know because the story or the game is so story focused that like it really wants you to know who you're dealing with, what their roles are in the camp and everything like that. And that, that permeation is not going to resonate with everyone, you know, and that's it is what it is with that, you know, for people like me who like like good writing for characters and good story and stuff like that. I, I enjoyed that there was this much foundation set up. And it is at the behest of taking a little time, but it, it, it makes the moments later, those 80 hour moments of the game later, you know, for, for the big story moments, it makes them hit that much harder, you know? So it's like building the, the, the foundation and putting the building blocks on top of it just to knock it all down, just to ruin who you are as a person. <laughs> because this game will leave you just, I mean, it depends on how emotionally invested you get in games. It could leave you and it could leave you in tears. It could leave you feeling sorrow. It could leave you feeling so many things. And then there's moments of levity and happiness and stuff like that. And there's just give and take to the whole experience that just wouldn't resonate the same way that it would if you didn't have those first few hours to really, I don't know, experience who these people are and what you're doing and what your role is amongst this community and everything like that. And it's a big world that they're setting up here, you know, like uh, you're, you're right in the middle of a getaway of a bad, their biggest bad heist gone wrong, you know, the laws after you, all these things are going wrong. Everything's hectic. Everything's on, everyone's ornery. And it's a good place to kind of pick up and, and see who the, who these raw emotions and who these real people are, like right at the very beginning. So you start getting an understanding of who they are by the time that things start happening to them, important things, you know? So that's what I would say to that. I, I, I would hate to be the guy that goes, Hey man, just put two more hours in and like, you'll be there. You know, I don't want to say that you'll get to when you get to it. You can't force this game. You have to be in the mood for it. Uh, to, whereas like, uh, to, to, um, a lot of other favorites to a lot of their games this year, like Assassin's Creed and some other stuff that I just didn't think were going to be that fun. Super easy to pick up and just be like, Oh, I could just go around killing whatever I want, doing anything I need to. Whereas this game, like, I kind of have to think about what I'm doing next. And I kind of have to maybe plan out, like, what my objectives are for the day and stuff like that. And then let the game ruin all of that for me. Because I'll never get to any of those things because this game has other plans for me. Uh, that's the magic of this game. Anybody else want to pop in? Yeah. No, I'm good. No. <laughs> no, I don't. All right. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, Red Dead's probably a good game. It just bores the fuck out of me. And that's fine. Uh, that's like a personal thing, probably. Yeah. Everybody in the whole world enjoys it, so I, I assume mm, it's that's a not true. I actually thing. hear more hate for it than I than I hear enjoyment, which doesn't help my case at all. But that's, 
just the reality of the situation. See, it's opposite for me. I hear more of, oh my God, did you pick up Red Dead 2? You got to get it. You got to play it. I'm like, I don't. Can you send me their gamer tag so I can play with them? Because like, I don't have any friends who like enjoy this game. Or, yeah, just... You didn't have to end off with who enjoy this game. You could have just stopped it. I don't have any friends. And that would have been. That's not true. Well, everyone already knows that. They've been, they've been listening for six whole episodes now. These people know that I don't have friends. <laughs> it's not true. Kyle has friends. It's you guys. Is it just, just you? It's just you. Oh, it's just Kimmy, apparently. I'm your friend, <laughs> Kyle. Yeah, it's all of us, right, Colby? Oh, yeah. No, no. I'm for sure. Yeah, I'm in there. <laughs> I'll mix it up. I'll get down and dirty this if I need the, to. This is the most sincere. This I have just sincere emotions <laughs> running all over me right now. It's perfect. So to be fair, Red Dead Redemption 2 also won a bunch of awards in uh in the game awards this year. Red Dead cleaned up. Uh I, I think that it's a game that uh developers and like people like like people in the industry really enjoy because you know they have they have an understanding of what it takes to like code and like make a, a game like this. Where it took story and narrative. It oh don't I mean don't bring that up. <laughs> yeah, right. We can't you can't bring up <laughs> that's a part of Red Dead 2 like you that. don't want to bring, bring up stuff like that apparently. Um uh you know whereas um Kobe is hitting it right on the head with his points, you know, like it's just gonna be a game that's just not for everybody. There's gonna be something that just makes it boring or something that doesn't click. If you're not hooked by characters and story, and specifically these characters in this story, it's gonna be a yeah, it's gonna be an up your battle for you, you know. If um, if there, I don't want to say that there's a, a sense of letting go because I, I never felt like a. Well, I'm just gonna surrender this experience and I hope it's good. I, there was a hook for me almost immediately. Like me some westerns though, so there is that. You know, there is that hook for me. I uh, grew up watching westerns and stuff like that. Um, so you know that that's that's cool. You know, we you know I come from Texas. We're, we're supposed to have DNA cowboy DNA in our blood or something. I don't know. Yeehaw! Don't mess with our state. Southern hospitality. <laughs> Yada yada. I make a mean peach cobbler. Whataburger. 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 I swear to you, I have a uh I have a fucking thirty-two ounce Whataburger Yeti cup <laughs> sitting next to me right now. And a fifteen dollar gift card. So like uh, be jealous. Was there sweet tea in it at one point? Uh no, it's all been flavored water because I've been a very good boy. That's fair. Never had it. Whataburger. Pickles in movie theaters. Homecoming, yeehaw. Mums. Mums. <laughs> so we have White Castle here. We don't have Whataburger. <laughs> White Castle is so fucking good, too. I've never had White Castle. <laughs> I love White Castle. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not. It's 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 a it's a crapshoot. I've had In N Out and it's actual garbage. <laughs> so never had that either. No, I I I don't wanna I don't wanna point it out, but um I would say one of the one of the biggest things that happened for RDR two and Rockstar this year was uh, the game itself impeccable. The game itself uh, it did come out and it has many 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 great qualities to it. But we said like oh it won a whole bunch for the you know for for how it was made for how it was for how it was developed. Yeah, they got a lot of flack for that because this was became one of the poster children games for basically how. Uh, how the games industry is taking advantage of its employees and bringing them on for short periods of time and then just being like, oh, no, you're all fired. You're all get, get out of here. You know, we'll put you into 100 hour, 120 hour weeks and uh, you now we'll just get rid of you. Sleep here and, until we just don't need you anymore and get rid of it. It actually kind of creates the the negative culture behind uh, behind game development. So they kind of became the poster child for that this year. That's, that's the only really, that's why I say bringing that up. Yeah. That's not a. <laughs> that certainly isn't a feather in its in its cap. Um, 
that but that would be the only thing that that actually does not have anything to do with the actual game itself the game itself is quite a landmark game all those hours were put to good use if it did take a toll on the actual employees uh, yeah i mean i uh, i think the employee thing there's a lot of information out there there's a lot of sides of that story and everything uh rockstar made uh, uh was able to allow them to um you know, make their statements to the press and everything like that. I will say the email was worded in a very particular way that probably would not make people want to reach out and talk to the press. But uh, the people who did reach out and talk to them, it seems like there's a lot more hearsay there. And anyone who did put in extra hours, it was by choice and was senior staff members only. Mm. Uh, so it's probably worth looking into that uh, situation a little more because there's there's some holes in, uh, not with the story that you're saying, I'm just saying the story as a whole that's being pressed around on uh, as press. So... Um, yeah, it's a multifaceted story there, uh, with a lot of different sides, and, uh, yeah, it's probably worth looking into a little bit. I would say, that does kind of smear the game a little bit, but, uh, but not, but not the actual game itself, but it does, uh, it's, it is a kind of a, kind of a little black eye. Yeah, I don't know where the truth lies, but I do know that it does lie. Wow. <laughs> it does lie all the time. The truth does lie. It's very profound, Colby. Yeah. Very profound. Yeah, on that note, Mike, what's your video game? <laughs> well, this is where it gets okay. Uh-oh. So, uh, I'm not a console gamer. Okay. So, I don't expect any of you to have ever heard of the games that I, well, no, you, you might have heard of them, but uh, to play them, no, I don't expect you guys to have, uh, to have played them. And that's fine because it is what it is. The game that I'm going to pick is uh, now, here's where I have to say whether it's going to be allowed or not. Uh oh. Because it's complex, mm-hmm. sort of like in the way of TV. Uh, I'm going to pick the Elder Scrolls Online. How is complex on a loaded word? You're a loaded word. <laughs> I think we've been saying all these synonyms. Syn- 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 oh, Jesus Christ. Synonyms all night. Synonyms. Cinnamon crackers all night. Cinnamon synonyms. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I just needed to point that well, out. Well, the thing, okay, I, I will say the difference between the difference between the using the word cerebral or complex as, as it applies to a piece of media is different from as it applies to an argument. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not saying the game itself is complex. I'm not saying that, that that's part of it. I'm saying the choosing of it. Oh, is sure, complex. sure, sure. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, this game came out in 2014. Hmm. But. Hmm. That sounds like not. Not. <laughs> not this year. You would think. <laughs> However. However. Uh, the game has released chapters. And chapters are obviously still in development. The game is still coming out with content. It is now 2018. In 2018, they had one of their largest expansions yet. So if we consider that TV, as far as a season two goes, this would kind of be a video game equivalent. Yay or nay? I'll put it up to you. Here's what I think. I think that if we say no, you're not going to have a backup. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to say yes. <laughs> no, I do have a backup. I do. I do indeed have a backup. I'll put it up to your two debaters. So what, what, so what exactly are, how are you pitching this as a 20? Was there a major patch? Did it get like, like, is there anything that you can say that make us feel good about this? Or? I mean, yeah. Uh, as far as a, as far as the, you know, if we call it a seat, like a, like a TV show has a season, these games have major expansions that basically okay. double the size of the actual game itself, besides the base game so itself. So it's just, it's new content. It's new, new content, content for an older right. game. Yeah, why not? Absolutely. Count it. 100%. Yeah, I say, I say you're good. I say just a basic patch would not be would not really. Count well, that's kind of, that's but, why I was uh, fishing. I was like, because if it just got like updated right, right, right. this year, I'm probably going to say no. It's not like <laughs> we just kind of help fix a little things. No, no, no. These are these are major major yeah. releases, major cool. expansions. So they say you're good. I am curious though what your backup was. My backup uh, was Return of the Obradine. Oh, anybody? Anybody? Okay. Anybody? 
This is my favorite series of random made up words. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that uh, game. <laughs> Said you might you might not have heard of it. That's fine. One one of the one of the better gaming experiences I've I've had in uh, in a numerous time period um, with that game. But the game that I did play the most this year was The Elder Scrolls Online, and so I do kind of have to give my game of the year to that. That new content this year, Elder Scrolls, didn't it have a new expansion? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They had the Somerset expansion. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Came, coming after their Morrowind expansion of last year, and next year they're going to have the Elsewhere expansion. The dragons are back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, more dragons. Well, fucks that's... up all the lore, but no big deal. <laughs> that's not necessarily great. See, make... see, if Star Trek is where Colby falls asleep, Brown, just right around here is where I fall asleep, I think. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Elder Scrolls Online. Elder Scrolls Online, yes. Uh, the Elder Scrolls series is, of course, uh, one of the more historic series of, of gaming itself, uh, starting in 1994 with Arena and uh, major releases over time. I mentioned Skyrim earlier. That was one of the yep. That was one of its bigger ones. They had uh, uh, at least I'm just gonna I think six, seven games in the series right now. But Elder Scrolls Online came out. It's Bethesda. It's basically uh, you know ZeniMax Bethesda. Um, the same same style of game. Same kind of. Uh, or same kind of idea behind it, where basically, right, you could choose a direction, go, and whatever you encounter is going to be a storyline over here, a storyline over there, and um, however, the world itself is in kind of the same vein as Red Dead Redemption 2, in where it's uh, it's wide, it's open world, wherever you go, there's going to be there's going to be uh, other players. There's going to be well, not necessarily already are too, but uh, but there's going to be other players. There's going to be dungeons to do. There's going to be quests to do. There's going to be whatever direction you pick. All of it leading to major major story developments, major plot lines weaving together. Uh, it is the game that I did spend the most time in because it is that filled. I'm maybe only a third complete at this point they released the somerset expansion recently and uh and back in march uh somerset is one of the one of the small islands that's off the the southern uh southwestern coast of the uh, of the mainland and somerset itself is uh one of the lands of the the, the high elves and um which i i hate elves but what <laughs> Elves are great. They're not. Elves are terrible. They um, are kind of. They're beautiful and immortal and talented. They're are great. They, Who wants to be immortal? That's fucking lame. You're lame. Take the elves aside. It is. It was still a fantastic expansion. the uh, The storyline created in the zone was one of uh. Well, well, Basically, what Elder Scrolls likes to do is it likes to create the characters. The world is important, sure, but the characters that you interact with, uh, multiple sets of characters, uh, but memorable characters, and they, they create these personalities and these um, these arcs that uh, interweave and act together, and right, in the same way of uh, kind of in the God of War vein, in sort of the... Uh, the method where the, the vignettes that you come across are... They're not... They're not just hack and slash, you know, they are, you, you, you learn from them, you can, you can actually gain some sort of literary meaning from them, but, uh, but it's one of the, the their greatest expansions to date, a large, uh, a large landmass 
with vistas that are just screenshotted out the wazoo because it's just one glorious sight after another. Uh, lots of good dungeons, lots of good gameplay, and uh, overall, that is my game of the year. Anyway. Uh, I just want to point out that uh, Elder Scrolls is still nothing like Red Dead, so. <laughs> <laughs> you keep saying that. Not true. Damn. Getting I think right you're right. You're right about all the things that you said, and I actually agree with, like, uh, you know. You keep saying that. It's not true. But it like, is very just, much so like it. Like, but with okay. their open world, that's the, that's the similarities. You're right. Oh, no, it goes well beyond that. That's it. <laughs> No, <laughs> you walk around and you can open doors. Yeah, I guess you can do that too in both. Yeah. Jesus, yeah, I don't, they're nothing alike in my mind. It's so that's a that's a wild that's a wild and crazy point. It but, must uh, be because it, they go a lot deeper than that. I would I would love to pick your brain about that someday. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it's not just open world because if it was just open world, we could say that all open world games stem back to you know we're talking about. Uh, Daggerfall, or we go back into uh, to Ultima 7, if you want to talk about one of the first open-world games. Uh, but it, these games are obviously nothing like those of the past because of what you could do, and the stories that you come across, and the the characters that you come across, and that's what your, was your point in Red Dead Redemption 2, is that basically, if you just choose the right direction and go, it's like, well, you're going to encounter characters, and you're going to encounter stories, and you're going to encounter vignettes, and you're going to encounter absolutely everything. absolutely give you that. You're going you're gonna to come across your own little adventures as you're choosing a direction to go in. Absolutely. Which was exactly the point of, uh, of Skyrim itself. You could say the same about Witcher 3. You could say the same about any open world game because that's literally the format of open world games. Well, it is now. I think some. I think some do it better than others. I, I think that was the point I was trying uh-huh. to make with Red Dead. Not that Elder Scrolls does it bad. Uh, oh, I'm against it, so I will say it does it bad, even though I probably don't believe that. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but uh, yeah, I uh, sure, yeah. If you pick a direction, you'll run into cool things in an open world game. Damn. Yeah, we can be reductive in that way. That's. <laughs> <laughs> we can be reductive, but no, it, these, these games take from each other. These games uh, lean on each other. These games take uh, what was done in the past, what they liked about it, what they used, and they use it as uh, a forward momentum for their own games. That, uh, you know, in, in this, no, nothing is original in this. Yeah, uh, absolutely. But stuff can be improved upon. And saying that Red Dead Redemption 2 is original is, is obviously not true. Yeah, I think that the way that it organically weaves in all the things that we're talking about is original. No one's really done it like this before. Uh, Except they have. No, but, I, you've you know. played Red Dead 2? You've actually played it? <laughs> Oh, I've seen people play it, yes. It's not the same. It's not really the same. You know, really experiencing it from... I've seen the stories. I've seen how they interact and weave yeah. together, and I've played games exactly yeah, like I that. I don't know. I don't so... think anything ever does anything ever did it like this way, this organically, you know? Sure, again, I think we're... we're you and I are both making extremely reductive points in terms of just, like, uh, trying to make our point or whatever, because that's the fun of the game. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I think that there's something that... How Red Dead does it that's, that's way more organic than how anyone has ever done it before. Um... Yeah, that's just my opinion. You don't agree with it. Well, that's just improvement on the formula. Sure, the formula that I think you're trying to say that like Skyrim like made or something, or, or Elder Scrolls made. I, I just I don't know. I don't agree with that. I think the formula is open. I think the formula is open world. I don't think the formula is ESO or Skyrim or whatever. Okay, that's why the Elder Scrolls has been the historic games that it has that it has created, and why those games are still being talked about today, and why they're still being used as as basically models for games to come where you could take them and you could you could uh, build off of them you could say okay well we'll make this a little more 
it's like we'll take these ideas that this game have and we'll make them a little we'll make them a little better over here. We'll take this the, these ideas over here. That's not a bad thing to basically take from what is already been. Oh, and that's that's definitely a, not, a proven that's formula. That's not the point I'm making. I'm, I'm I'm making the point of like when you play Skyrim and you play uh, Red Dead, they're nothing alike. They don't feel alike mechanically. They're completely different. Everything about them is different, except for the points that you're making that you can walk in any direction and run into things, which again is a game uh, which is an open world trope it's kind of what you do in it's the game open world tro- it's, it's the <laughs> mechanics of open world you know it's not the mechanics of skyrim. right and that had to start <laughs> somewhere which wasn't skyrim you know they didn't create that you know that's not they didn't create that no they built off of it themselves <laughs> sure yeah but red dead did the same thing like i said one of the yeah. first real open world games ended up being uh ultima 7 if you remember ultima 7 I do. Yeah. That was widely considered one of the one of the one of the uh, number one first open world games because you would walk into a town and every single individual in the town would have their own schedule of when they woke up, when they went to work, when they when they went to the to the bar for lunch, when they, you know, went and cheated on their significant others, when they did this, when they did that. And so that sort of open world mechanic kind of started there. They didn't have the graphics, obviously, that we have today. They didn't have the uh, quick time events. And they didn't have the whatever. Um, but, you know, the, the open world concept has evolved over time. Elder Scrolls itself basically ran off of, uh, it took, it took Ultima 7 as one of its, uh, one of its hardcore, um, concepts. And they took it from, uh, Ultima Underworld and they took it from Ultima 7 and they, they built the world based on that. So, yeah, it's been evolved, it's evolved over time. And you can call that Red Dead Redemption 2 is essentially an evolution that, that started back then. But, uh, but like I said, Elder Scrolls Online, to go back to the game that I am actually trying to argue for, uh, the Somerset expansion was, was excellent, and it was, say, I'm not gonna call it RDR, because obviously they're two different titles, but it is one of the more, one of the most enjoyable experiences I had this year. So, I've got a question about Elder Scrolls Online, the expansion that just came out. Yes. Uh, so, what did you think of the content that was added as far as like the, the sort of gameplay things that were added to it? So like you've got this base game that came out in 2014. You've got expansions that have come out since then. Um, did this add more MMO ish content? Did this add more single player content? what do you think about that? Uh, it added everything along those lines. It added the new zone, which is the single player content. It added, uh, multiple public dungeons as well as private dungeons. It added, uh, New skill lines where you uh, and where you encountered the the Sigic Order. I you know well, that's that's a thing. Um, fancy, but it's uh, <laughs> Ooh. it is fancy. Uh, it, but it, yeah, it, it expanded on the actual game and expanded on the actual mechanics themselves. So are I mean, are those good things? Like, were they good things that they did? Yeah. Um, I don't see. I didn't see anyone really complain about all the additions that they made. And all of the extra extra things that they allowed the players to do, and how the players interacted with each other, and how the uh, how they built the world itself. I'm trying to find out how many active players are playing Elder Scrolls Online. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, it's way more than that. The game is really successful. <laughs> because if it's just five of you, then I figured. You know. Yeah, it's it's one of the most successful MMOs, uh, basically on the market today. I played it uh, like right before it was going to come out. Actually, that's the first PAX East that I went to for Subcultured. Aww, nostalgia. And uh, I got to play ESO before it came out. And 
I was like, wow, this is uh, very much an MMO, and I hate MMOs. So <laughs> Because, yeah, no, when it launched, it actually launched in a pretty terrible state. Uh, when it launched, it, it was it it, it kind of held to the the MMO format a little too closely, which is why I did not pick it for any of any previous. You know, is this a great game? No, 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 no. It has built itself over time to become a great game, but when it released, it released in a terrible state. Something to say about a second life. A lot of MMOs got that with Final Fantasy and uh, this one and Final oh, Fantasy yeah, especially yeah, got, got that. A, they yeah, got big big second lives. Um, yeah, that's kind of interesting for their stories. I'm looking at actually the user base, and it looks like uh, the user base started picking up in 2017, and uh, with Morrowind, yeah, has stayed pretty consistent. Mm-hmm. And Tamriel Unlimited. Morrowind was a big brand. Basically, basically they changed the game. It was brand recognition with Morrowind. I mean, people were all about getting back into that. I remember the, the buzz, yeah. and the chatter. When the game first launched, it had uh, it basically was like a like like almost every other MMO out there. It's like, oh, we have a zone, and the zone has this levels and and people were just like, eh, eh, that's not Elder Scrolls. That's that's not that's not this formula of yeah. You can go out there. You can go. You point a direction. Go and you'll find adventure. That it's not the same. It's not that same formula. And so they really got kind of roasted for that because they created a game that they called Elder Scrolls, but it didn't actually have the feeling of the title. Over time, yeah, because they're a bunch of bastards. <laughs> But say, but over yep, time they, they have fixed that, and it's basically one of the powerhouses today. For what it's worth, as far as games go, uh, I fucking hate MMOs because I just I can't I can't grasp how the the that game type is fun. Um, but that's just me, and again, like a lot of people really seem to enjoy MMOs. So I mean, clearly, what it, I'm looking at it right now, and it looks like there's like twelve thousand people that play this game actively every day. So mm-hmm. that's pretty good. That's I think, I, I think fair. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. As far as MMOs go, it's just uh, I don't I don't I just don't really like the layout. I don't really like how buttons are. No MMO is like ever wowed me. Wow, <laughs> get it? Because this because it's like World of Warcraft. <laughs> wowed you? Wow, played you? Uh, Blizzard. Oh my we God. love Blizzard. <laughs> no, I played City of Heroes. That was f- fine. And then oh, everything God. else was... <laughs> that was not fine. Well, no, <laughs> it was uh, fine. It was fine. It was, yeah. it was City fine was for okay. like 15 minutes, and then... Yeah, I played it for, you know, good good 20 hours, and then was like, <laughs> I'm done with this MMO. I'm glad I'm done with this. Anyway, that's... I don't know. That, that's, anyway. So, that's, a, yeah. that's a rambling negative thing about I hate MMOs, but that doesn't... That shouldn't probably affect... Um, your game just because it is an mmo like that doesn't mean that, let's see uh i mean that means that i they... think it sucks ass that doesn't mean it's a bad game though so how many how many nights did i end up playing it this past year uh 65 65 nights wow oh yeah your spreadsheets my spreadsheets yes the spreadsheets make an appearance so again <laughs> i love this forgot about that hey i like mmos i gotta have spreadsheets <laughs> it's it's part and parcel <laughs> Uh, 65 nights is a lot of, you know, considering at least, at least probably about an hour, maybe of that, that that would be, you know, at least 65 hours this year, if not maybe pushing even 100 hours. Jeez. In just that one title. Jeez. It is. It's my game of the year. Anybody have anything else to add? Yeah, Kyle. No, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> wow. Well then. Jeez. All right, Kyle. It's all out of your system, huh? Um... So you had Red Dead Redemption 2, which was enriched with small details and experiences, and it's a game that makes you work for it. So basically, 
Westworld the game. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie's fucking so rude. Uh, actually, y'all snickered about making it, making you work for it. That that wasn't me. So yeah, I think I think y'all's narrative of my debate is way more compelling than my own debate. So I'm just I'm just picking up what you're putting down. I'm saying it's more compelling. I'm giving you. I'm giving you big ups. Picking up what you're putting down. So we'll we'll go ten points for Westworld. I mean Red Dead. Um, Colby, your God of War four, right? Uh, technically, technically, technically. Yeah, I'll give you ten points for your emotional investment of this installment. Yay! <laughs> and then let's see. How about five points for Elder Scrolls Online? Because technically. You, you slipped by with that little that little expansion technicality. The same ex- the same technicality we have for TV, which I, I'm okay I that, that that's fair. That's fair, but also TV is a little bit harder sometimes. Okay, <laughs> but two extra points for Yeehaw Skyrim because that made me laugh. All right, so so it looks like uh, Kyle was right when he said he was done right. because we're going in round three with Mike and Colby. Oh shit! School of hard knocks. Cool. When you do that, do you like just like move the mic back and forth? Or are you actually like running around your room? Because I hope it's the second. I'm I'm moving my head. Oh, okay. Well, then, even then, <laughs> I'm moving my body. I I kind of I kind of picture you like throwing your arms over your head, you know, like in a cheering motion, like School of Hard oh, Knocks. Shit. And as Knox has said, your hands are fully above your head, you know. Like yeah, yeah like a, I'm, I'm picturing the, the wacky, wavable, inflatable arm. Yeah, or Kermit. Yes. Yeah. There's so much Kermit in this episode. I don't understand. <laughs> All right, so let's see. Is Mike in the lead? I think Mike's in the lead. No. Am I mathing? Let me check my yeah. mathing. Uh, he got... Uh, it depends. Wait, no. Mike had 15 from the first round, right? I had 12. Yeah, he had 15 from the yeah, first round. I've got, I've got 22. Colby has 22. Y'all tied? Yeah. That was a total accident. <laughs> I cannot math. Because it's totally written down differently on my sheet. <laughs> Why did we make me in charge of the points? I don't know how to count. If I'm not mistaken, I, I actually thought I had 22 and Mike had 27, but that's not... Maybe that's not right. I don't remember. No, I think I think Mike is I right. Here. I would trust him more than either one of us and also both combined All right. with math. You know you know I program for a living, right? Like Yeah, but still, like <laughs> Okay. Just this. With this, I I wouldn't trust you because I feel like you would lie. Uh, good fair. Fair. <laughs> yeah. 100%. And I can't lie. It's true. Mike's never lied about anything in his whole life. Never. I believe that. <laughs> I 100% believe that. All right. So that wraps up part two of our three-part episode of the best of 2018. So far, Mike and Colby are tied, but the final topic is movies, and eliminated debater Kyle can still pop in to help or to hinder everyone's arguments. So you're going to want to check back in every other Wednesday. Ish. If you're still in the mood for more master debating, there are a couple of ways to get your fix. Head over to our main hub at sub-culture.com where you'll find additional antics and previous episodes. You could let us know what else you'd like to see or hear on Twitter at subcultured with the hashtag master debaters or support our efforts by checking out our reward tiers on patreon.com slash subcultured for behind the scenes, live streams, or to suggest future master debating topics on our Discord server. All these links will be in the description box below. Thanks for playing, and don't forget to come back and find out how it all ends in the best of 2018 on Master Debaters. 
Thanks for listening. If you're looking for a quickie to pass the time till next episode, explore the options over at Subculture, where you can prolong your procrastination. Score show notes, find us on social media, or check out additional episodes. Thanks for playing and join us for more stiff competition next time on Master Debaters.